Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Hey guys, this is Russ. And just a little forewarning, I am covering a case that has almost no information on it at all online. All of the information that I will be detailing to you guys today is coming from a family source. Unfortunately, with this episode, usually I'm able to quote articles and news source and police records and things such as that. But unfortunately, this is a case that news stations have not been covering that I cannot find a single article on and I can't find a website that has details about this case whatsoever. And so we are getting all of our information from a concerned loved one that really just wants to get Martine's case out there. That said, thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, this is Russ, and this is the Overlook Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Martin Sanchez. Martin Sanchez is a Hispanic male missing from Moreno Valley, California. He's described by loved ones as being outgoing and loving. The type of guy that would take the shirt off his back for you. He had a huge heart and was very loving. His mother shared that they would go out walking sometimes, and he just seemed to know everybody. He would stop and would just introduce her to everybody because he just had that type of personality that was charismatic and could make friends wherever he would go. So from what we know, Martin last saw his mother, Patty, July 6, 2021. They had met at a gas station near her home and Martin's mom had actually gotten a bit of a disagreement at this time. See, his mom was talking to him about getting his life back on track. At the time, Martin was selling things like fireworks and so forth to pay bills. And while he stayed in consistent communication with his mom, things like his phone number frequently changed. And he was living in a home that somewhat felt like a boarding house at the time of his disappearance. And his family really didn't understand his lifestyle. He had grew up in a really nice family, nice homes, and his folks were very loving and supportive. And Martin was a very smart guy with lots of social skills. And early on, they knew he had an ability to accomplish a lot of great things in life. But at some point, Martin's lifestyle started to deviate from what he grew up in. Over the years, Martin had been arrested a couple of times, but family states it was never for anything extreme or violent. See, Martin was battling an addiction and most of his arrests seemed to be drug related or traffic related for offenses like driving without insurance as far as the family knows. But Martin, see, he was the type of person again who he was kind of cool with everybody. He would walk up to strangers and just strike up a conversation and next thing you knew, him and those persons were on first name basis. But the problem with this was when you're cool with everybody, Uh, Sometimes you can get cool with people who have some dangerous ties and might not be the best of characters. And this is what family believes happened. His mother says he knew everybody. He would talk to you while you were next to him at the gas station pumping your gas. 
he was just a very charismatic and likable person. However, unfortunately, it appears that this ability to get in where he fits in may have been part of the reason why he disappeared. Now, while Martine was very close to his mother, there were still some aspects about his life that she didn't know. What she did know was that he was living a lifestyle that was very different from the one he was raised in. Before he had disappeared, his mother remembers him saying that he wanted to make a change and he was kind of tired of the whole cycle that he was stuck in and he knew that this was hard on his mom. His mom recalls him saying, okay, mom, that's it. I'm never going to jail again. I don't want to keep living this lifestyle anymore. Now, as we said before, mom last saw him July 6, 2021. And again, they had a conversation where mom does what moms do when they're concerned about their kids. She kind of got on a little bit and brought up the conversation of like, okay, what is the plan? What are we doing? We have to get you back on track. And of course, they kind of had a disagreement about this, but mom didn't think it was a big deal. She didn't hear from him for a while and she thought, okay, he's probably mad about the last conversation. He'll hit me up eventually. But when two or three weeks went by and she hadn't heard from him, she started getting a weird feeling and started reaching out, but she couldn't reach him. Mom eventually drove to where he lived, but no one had answered, not even any of his roommates. Around July 31st, rumors about Martine had been swirling and a friend reached out to his mom to inform her what people were saying. Word around town was that Martine, he was deceased. The friend states that they were hanging out one night and they happened to overhear people just talking about it. People were saying that he was dead, but no real details were given. The mom should know at least what people are saying around town. His mom was obviously shocked and upset by the news. She thought about the last time she saw him and she remembers in hindsight that yeah, even before they started talking, he seemed a bit aggravated about something, but it didn't feel like something that was huge or a big deal at that time. When the friend reached out to the mom, it was on July 31st, around 11 p.m. at night. Mom had to get up and go to work the next morning. She did. She got up still in shock and disbelief. And of course, she spent the whole day just calling and calling and trying to reach out to her son. But she couldn't reach him. Mom was still in disbelief. I mean, he had gotten in trouble with the law before, but it was never anything huge or high stakes. If anything, officers knew him and had actually good rapport with him. She did not believe he was deeply involved with anything that would lead to this. And while mom was still calling and calling and trying to reach out to friends and roommates, trying to see if anybody had seen or heard from her son, she got up on Tuesday morning and decided... That's it. We're filing a missing persons report. Now, mom did file a missing person report, and the police, they have kept in contact with mom, but mom actually had to do a lot of lead work. And while police did take the report down, I can't find anything about this case online. Unfortunately, because Martine's name is so common, especially in California, even down to in Moreno Valley, when I search his name, dozens of others with that very name pop up. But his actual missing persons case, it does not. Absolutely nothing about his disappearance can be found. Not even a be on the lookout report from the sheriff's department. 
Now, Femme went to Martine's residence, and this time, an actual roommate did answer the door. When questioned about when's the last time they see Martine, or if they talked to him, or anything like that, they could not give them the exact last time they had seen him. But they know they hadn't seen him in at least a week or two. But something even more curious is brought about in this conversation. While the roommate has said, yeah, they hadn't seen Martine, they did remember that mm, about a week before the family showed up, some of his other family had actually came by and talked to this very same roommate. See, one of the roommates said that, yeah, apparently some cousins came by with a U-Haul truck. They came to pick out Martine's belongings. And the roommate, he didn't know what to do. So he called the landlord and was like, hey, um, Martine's not here, but his family's here. And they're saying that they need to get in his room and they need to, you know, come and get his stuff. But luckily, the landlord said, no, if he's not there, do not let them in. Do not let them come through and get his stuff. And again, that was about a week before the family had reported him even missing. The problem with this whole scenario, none of Martine's actual cousins came by to try to pick up any of his belongings. Those people who said they were his cousins, family has no idea who these individuals are. But one thing they do know for sure is that it was not any of them. It was not his actual cousins. When his mom was finally able to go through his room and gather up his belongings, she found nothing suspicious. There was no type of clues or anything that might have led family to believe that, ah, this is something that he's possibly involved in. It was regular, typical stuff that a guy would keep in his home. His mom reached out to friends on Facebook and so forth, but no one really had a clear timeline of the last time they seen him. For everybody, it had been at least a couple of weeks. One friend was able to share with mom screenshots of the last time they talked to Martine. Apparently, he had went out of state and bought some firecrackers and was trying to see if anybody was interested in buying them, which let family know that, okay, so the last time people saw him, he was mobile. He was driving in and out of state. But other than that, nobody else had any other details about his possible last known movements. But something was obviously up. Martine would never go this long without speaking to his loved ones. Now, at the time of his disappearance, he did have an on and off relationship with a woman, but it's found out that this woman was actually incarcerated at the time of his disappearance. His mom was actually able to track down the girlfriend to speak to her. And the girlfriend reports that the last time she heard from him was July 8th, just two days after his mom last saw him. The girlfriend was still in jail at the time and she reports that they were on the phone talking and pretty much their live conversation was an argument. She had accused him of being at another woman and they simply argued about that on the phone. Then when she calmed down and tried to speak to him again, she couldn't reach him. But at the time, she didn't think anything of it. She thought he wasn't answering because of either the argument or because he was with another woman. Now, there is no specific pinpoint woman. The girlfriend didn't have a specific name or anything. It was really one of those, I think you're cheating. I don't know exactly who with, but I think there's possibly another woman involved. So while she did talk to Martine a couple of days after his mom, it still doesn't exactly give us any more clues other than, okay, two days later, we know he was alive and okay. But it doesn't exactly tell us, okay, who was he possibly with? Now, over time, police were able to get a search warrant for Martine's phone 
but they found nothing of importance there or in his email either. And they couldn't even get a ping off of the tower of where in his phone was last used. They did look into his bank accounts, but found out that the bank accounts were closed. But mom was able to verify this was actually something that he did before he went missing. He was expecting money from one particular thing, and that's the only reason he opened it for. So once that was all done, he closed it himself, and there was nothing suspicious from that. Now, Martin, he has three kids who he is very close to. In fact, when I was able to find one of his old social media accounts, it was almost nothing but pictures of his kids and the occasional picture of a meal or a beer. And family reports that him and his ex-wife actually have a good relationship. But even with his kids, his last known contact with them was July 4th as well, leading to even more suspicion. Mom last saw him on the 6th. Kids last talked to him on the 4th. Girlfriend last talked to him on the 8th. And that's the last time we have concrete dates. By the time he's reported missing, everybody that they talk to reports, yeah, it's been a couple weeks, but no one else can give a clear-cut date of, okay, we know that he was alive and well and okay on this particular date. And even though Martin had roommates, the roommates really did not keep up with each other. It really feels like it was more of a boarding house type situation. Like they knew who lived in the house and people knew each other's names, but that was it. Everybody was on a high and by type of basis. What we eventually find out is that Martin had been arrested a couple weeks before he disappeared. He was stopped by an officer with the special enforcement team and gang unit for a traffic stop. However, it's not believed that Martin was a part of the gang. But he was in the area where they were running stops, and during that stop, they decided to do a search of his vehicle where they found an unregistered firearm, and he was booked due to already being on post-release community supervision. Now, Martin having a gun on him seemed a bit off to some, but what we find out is that actually there was an earlier altercation some months before this arrest, and it leads us to wonder, is this the possibility of why he felt the need to make sure he had a gun on him? Now, I want to clarify, the precise details of this altercation aren't exactly known, but basically what we are told is that Martin was pistol whipped by a man. Now, we do not know who this man is, but this is a man who people say they saw in Martin's car with him around the time that he disappeared. Now, it's not known what led to this pistol whip situation or who this guy is. We don't even know the exact date that this altercation happened. But rumors are that Martin was seen in the car with this man and another unknown woman sometime around the last couple of weeks before he went missing. But as of now, no one has came forward to see exactly what led to that altercation, who was this man, and why Martin may possibly be with him after that incident happened. As of now, Martin is still missing. And a family is at loss to even know where to look or who to talk to. He still has three children who don't know where their father is. His mother still keeps in very close contact with his kids. She is quoted as saying, I see his kids and they all have a little piece of him. The little one, he's so funny. He's just like his dad. He's so smart and so sharp. 
the middle one, see, the middle one, he's very sensitive. See, my son, he would try to cover it up, but he actually had a very sensitive soul. And his oldest kid, yeah, that kid has this whole aura. He just reminds me of my son so much. Now, that is all the information that we have. Now, on May 4th, 2022, a warrant was issued out for Martine, but this warrant was issued out 10 months after he disappeared, and family has not been able to get any answers from the police on why exactly this warrant has been issued, knowing that he's missing. With him having a missing person's report, and the police do check in with mom every now and then, they have said that they have him issued in the database as a missing person. So if anyone runs into him, pulls him up, pull up his car, or anything like that, that should be the first thing that pops up, that this is in fact a missing person. So we're not really sure why that warrant popped up. And the warrant is for something small. It's for a citation that he got at a red light for not having insurance on his car. It kind of elicited a little bit of hope, like, oh my gosh, this thing has he been found. But no, this is an old incident and we aren't sure why it took the police so long to issue this warrant or why they still issue it knowing that he's in their database as missing. Unfortunately, like with a lot of the cases I do cover, Martin Sanchez, his case has little to no fanfare. You won't find people talking about it when you're searching the web or when you're scouring the groups. His mother created an Instagram page where she posts details, and I will link her page when I post the photos about this case on my Instagram at the Overlook underscore podcast where you can reach out to yourself if you have any information. Like with all my cases, I'm asking that you listen to the episode, share the episode, but also come through and share his flyers. Share the flyer I'll have on my page. Go to the page his mom's created and share the information she has there. Because as of right now, when you Google this case, my podcast might be the only thing that pops up that's actually related to the Martin Sanchez we're actually looking for. And as I always said, in order to get clues and tips, we need the community involved. And the community cannot be involved if they don't even know that this is something that's happening. This is a loved one that's missed and we need that information. So as always, I ask if you have information on Martin Sanchez from Moreno Valley, California, that you please reach out to Investigator Cuevas at 951-486-6958 or Northern Valley, California Crime Stoppers at 559-498-STOP. You can also submit tips electronically at valleycrimestoppers.org if you feel more comfortable doing that. Now, with this case, I do not have any theories. I do not have any comments or deep investigations because there is almost no trace of this case at all on the web. And we hope to change that. We're hoping that we can get this case talked about and we can get people coming forward with tips and answers. Now, that's all I have for this case. As always, I ask you guys be safe, stay vigilant, and I'll have a new episode for you next week. Thanks. Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 